Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. first podcast it's good to finally sit down and start a little discussion about uh this little adventure we're getting into eh? that's right um me and scott both longtime fishermen and uh equally just decided to uh purchase kayaks and start fishing out of them um i'd say it's been a little bit of a challenge to start with Mm -hmm. but uh i i'm super digging it and uh we figured we'd just throw this little pod together and uh share our experiences and um you know we're hoping to have some future guests on the show from kayak manufacturers fishermen things of that nature just anything that we can uh do to get some info out there and kind of just help continue to grow the kayak fishing community 
and you know what that with that said brian um i guess before we even get too far down the road uh, let's introduce ourselves, right? So uh, maybe we'll start with you, and maybe you can talk a little bit about sort of your background and kind of where you come from from a fishing perspective, and maybe even talk a little bit about uh, some of the outdoor stuff you did with Trail the Outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I would say it's funny. I was kind of thinking about this on the way over here. I think I really got hooked on fishing when I was probably eight years old. I was out ice fishing with my old man. And uh, Little Lake, Northern Illinois, and uh, caught an 18-inch crappie through the ice. And at the time, it never really hit me, like, how significant that was. Um, An 18-inch crappie in Northern Illinois is just ridiculously monstrous. And uh, my old man was just so blown away by what, what I had caught. Is and, that the picture you showed me all the time? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like a little kid, like scrawny as can be, and holding this huge fish that's that bigger awesome than my project. head. And, sure. uh, you know, I think it really took off from there. And, um, you know, I've, I've obviously learned a ton of fishing things from my father. And uh, we had boats when I was younger. We'd go out on Lake Michigan fishing for salmon, trout, steelhead. And then he had a bass boat. I He'd used to fish bass tournaments, mm-hmm. so I'd go pre-fish with him on weekends and things like that. And uh, when I was probably 17, I got a canoe. And, you know, I well, even before that, I just remember... Dad Did you have an inflatable get, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and me and a friend of mine, we used to fish this old gravel quarry, and uh, it's owned by the Park District... Uh, right by where I lived. And uh, we used to fish the shore all the time. We're like, man, we got to get out in the water. So my dad owned a semi-truck company, and uh, I remember we would wash his semis, earn enough money, and we went out and bought this inflatable boat. And uh, we were like, all right, this is it. We're going to catch some fish. Didn't really change the fishing much, (laughs) but it was cool that we had a boat. And then uh, I ended up getting a canoe later on, fished out of that for a long time. Um, you know, had friends that had boats. I've had several boats throughout my years. Um, and I was thinking about that too on the way over here tonight. You know, I started big and I keep getting smaller and smaller <laughs> with my boats. I bought a 24 foot cabin cruiser once, got rid of that. Bought an 18-foot open bow, got rid of that. Bought my fishing boat, mm-hmm. uh, which was a is a 15-foot Sylvan, and I've gotten rid of that, and now I'm in a kayak, <laughs> you know? So it's just like I'm kind of going backwards from what people usually do. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've fished, I mean, I'm 36 now, so, I mean, I've been fishing since I was eight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's quite a bit, and... There was times in life, you know, obviously you get busy and there was times where I would fish every single day. And then there'd be times where I wouldn't fish fish for for like months. And uh, I'm pretty spoiled. I live on a on a pretty spectacular lake in northern Illinois and the fishing is just phenomenal. I've lived two blocks from there for like the past eight years so I'm just spoiled. Well, they got everything there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
panfish, crappie, walleye, largemouth, smallmouth, rock bass, catfish, northern, northern pike, yeah, musky. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm spoiled. So it's like your gold, golden corral. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like the buffet of lakes. You know, it's 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 definitely a place worth fishing. And uh, you know, so I've been pretty spoiled. But this kayak thing came up, and I remember thinking, like, this is going to be so much easier than loading and unloading my my Sylvan onto mm-hmm. the trailer by myself. Because a lot of times I was fishing by myself after work, things like that. And, uh, you know, not only that, but I've had some, some things with my business getting changed around. So I don't have the garage space for the, the The Sylvan anymore. And I believe you had mentioned to me, you're like, Hey man, I'm thinking about getting a kayak. And I was like, a kayak. I'm full of ideas, by the way. This could be great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It seems like we talk each other into some things at times, you know, it's either, Hey, uh, why don't you, uh, get some hockey tickets i got mm-hmm. season tickets yep. or yep. you know let's go race rc cars so <laughs> we're full of hobbies but i think this one is just really set us both off where we're yeah. just you know totally gassed and floored and just want to keep going keep doing it you know well and <clears throat> maybe back up a little bit and talk a little bit about um you used to have your own website right yeah so i used to um I had a website for a while. Uh, it was mainly focused on fishing and hunting. Um, it was basically almost like a blog, so to mm-hmm. speak. And uh, I had a few people um, from around the Midwest um, that would write articles, things like that, share their experiences, hunting, fishing, um you know, on the fishing side, uh, we had a good friend of mine, um, Scott Purs. He fishes, fish the FLW walleye tour, which now it's, I forget what the name of it is now because Cabela's had taken it over. Um, so he's still fishing that. And uh, so we get live tournament reports from him, fishing Lake Erie, um, Green Bay, Leech Lake, Minnesota, mm-hmm. all over the the Midwest, the big walleye spots. And um, after that kind of fizzled out, um, it's it's kind of fizzled out just because I was sick of trying to run everybody right. and trying updated. to keep yeah. keep everything updated. It was just a lot. I, sure. I mean, throughout that whole time, I was working you know, 50 hours a week. So trying to manage both things at once, just, it wasn't the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I reached out to a guy that runs a, a pretty sweet, um, blog. Um, it's called Illinois, Wisconsin fishing. Uh, the gentleman's name is Blake Hamilton. And, uh, I was like, Hey man, you know, I was kind of doing this thing and, you know, got a little more than I can handle and you know I'm interested in uh maybe working with you writing some articles and things like that and uh so we met up we fished uh together actually up in Racine uh the Root River Racine Wisconsin Root River um it was fall time the uh salmon run in there to spawn so we went met up there fly fished um, I've dabbled in a little bit of, uh, videography and, uh, 
we filmed that day and we we got into some really really nice browns and a couple salmon you know because the browns are in there usually for most of the winter and uh so we kind of hit it off uh worked with him a little bit did some posting for about a year then i fizzled away uh got a promotion at work and then i had started uh my own blog spot and uh did that for probably a year and a half, two years. And then again, just got swamped with work. So kind of let it go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've kind of been around the fishing industry, I guess, uh, a little bit, you know, nothing too major, but, Mm -hmm. you know, when we, uh, took on this, uh, kayaking thing and we started talking about podcasts, cause I know we're both pretty big fans of podcasts. I listen to them most days uh, on my travels to and from work, um, yeah, you know, weekends, yeah. things, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. I find it a little more interesting than uh, your typical radio station right. nowadays, right. you know, filled with commercials and stuff. So, you know, when we, we came up with this whole idea, I thought it was, uh, it was a pretty stellar idea. So, yeah. Yep. I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked about this, so to speak. So, how about yourself? You know, <clears throat> if I can, uh, where where does the uh, the addiction begin with <laughs> Scott? I'll try not to fall asleep yeah. while I'm bored by my own story. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I grew up fishing with my dad, and you know, a lot of it pond fishing and renting boats and stuff like that. We never yeah. had our own boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's where it always starts. It is does. With the dad. It does. You know? It does. <laughs> Um, of course, all the memories I have, I always remember the, the outings where I caught nothing and yeah. everyone else caught everything, yeah. but, uh, right, right. uh, but still good memories nonetheless. Um, but no, as I got older, same thing as you, I mean, I, I kind of flew in and out of fishing, um, depending on what was going on at the time. Sure. And, um, sure. what was interesting was, uh, as I got older, graduated college, you know, started a family and all that stuff. We started going to Canada and it really started yeah. reigniting my flame. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So me and the, um, my father had a few trips, and uh, I've done some with my, my father-in-law and things like that. And, um, yeah, about a year and a half ago, I just uh, think I was talking to you about it. And I'm like, it'd be kind of cool yeah. to have your own boat, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I've never had that freedom where well, you could actually, like, just have your own boat and go. But I didn't want all the hassles. You yeah. Know? When you mentioned boat to me, <clears> I said, you know what boat stands for, right? And you kind of looked at me and were like, I had no what idea. are you talking about? Right. Boat stands for bust out another thousand. <laughs> and I learned that lesson the hard way. And then you were like, no, I'm thinking about a kayak. Right. I'm like, ooh, that well, is way less of a hassle. And this, is, <clears throat> this is a great segue because <clears throat> if you really look at it, um, I think I kind of brought up the idea about the fishing kayak. But then as it always kind of happens, we kind of feed off each other and it starts to, starts, starts to mold into something. Oh, yeah. What absolutely. was interesting was you actually... Uh, um, turned me on to a company called New Canoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you had said, if you're going to look at fishing kayaks, I think it's the first thing you told me, yeah. you got to look at New yeah, Canoe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when I ran Trail the Outdoors, I had actually reached out to them um, because we were talking about setting up like a, a merch store or seeing if we can get mm-hmm. some kind of deals with, you know, certain manufacturers, things like that. and. Right. I had come across New Canoe, and they were looking for dealers at the time, I believe. 
And I talked to a gentleman up there, and I want to say his name was Blake. Yeah, he's the... He's like the head honcho, right? And uh, he was like, yeah, man, it sounds like what you guys are doing is great, you know? Like, uh, let's talk about this. And then that's right about the time things kind of started to fizzle away. And uh, I just remember going through his products and... You know, they were talking about the stability and how their kayaks are like almost virtually unflippable. Right. And I was like, no way. Because right. I had that 15 foot Coleman canoe and I used to stand. And it was f- super flippable, wasn't it? Or no? It, it was, you know, <clears throat> and uh, I, I've already, I've always been a, a pretty well balanced person, I would say. I mean, as a kid, I skateboarded, I Mm -hmm, snowboarded. mm -hmm. I mean, everything I did was around being a monkey, so to speak, where you have to have some balance. And I remember, you know, standing in that 15-foot Coleman and casting. And uh, a friend of mine was like, you're nuts. You're going to end up in the water. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. We'll see about that, you know. (laughs) So, you know, when I saw those new canoes, I was like, man, like, this is the real deal. Right. But I had never sat in one. Mm-hmm. I had never seen no, one sure. up close and personal. And, uh, you know, I know when we both were talking about getting kayaks, we were kind of doing some research, uh, research meaning YouTube videos and right. Google right. reviews, right. you know, because we didn't know where to start. And, I mean, I think what you did how you came about coming to a decision was probably the best. And I don't, why don't you explain your process and how you went through and well, like um, the reason I brought up, I think the whole new canoe thing, by the way, we're not endorsed by anybody. We just, we're two regular guys who just bought kayaks. Yeah. Right, right, right. (laughs) There's going to be good and bad about everything. Um, Hint, hint, new canoe. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But, um, what was interesting was you kind of brought up the whole new canoe thing, and um, I had done a bunch of YouTube research as well. Sure. And I was really kind of stoked, but I never pulled the trigger. Right, right. <clears throat> and about a year or so went by and started revisiting it just recently. Yeah. And we both kind of started looking at it, and um, we found some really cool stuff, you know, so we'll, 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 we'll get into that in a bit. But uh, um, I wound up going to uh, an actual kayak dealer. Yeah, locally, yeah. which actually wound up being about forty-five minutes away. Yeah, um, support local, support the little yeah, guys. Right? I'm one of the little guys. I know, I know, and, <laughs> and and you'll understand why I'm saying that because I didn't support the little guys when I bought my kayaks, <laughs> and I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot for but it. But it was interesting because I had forgotten about New Canoe, and sure. then all of a sudden I went to this place just on a whim, and they had everything from Jacksons to, you know, um, uh, what's that one? Uh, Perceptions. Yes, they had sure. uh, they had everything, and um, they also had new canoe. Right. And what was funny was all of a sudden I saw it and I was like, "Holy cow! It's like an old friend, like I hadn't seen in a while." <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and um, so I wound up uh, kind of looking into it, and um, I kind of had my heart set on the kayak you bought, which was the Ascend. Yeah, the Ascend. And um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that too, um, but really for me. I think as I started looking through the different like kayak manufacturers and like what was there and price points and features, one of the things that was critical to me was um, 
a flexible deck. Yeah, sure. Meaning sure. I could go tandem. I could go single. I mean, for my family, if I want to take my son out or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. So that was key for me. And New Canoe is really the only game in town if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you unless, you're, I mean? unless you're talking about a Hobie with double Mirage drives <laughs> right, and six right. grand later, you know. But even so, like even even something like that, you know, I wanted the ability to also really rig it for a single as sure, well. You sure, know? absolutely. And um, and I wanted the ability to throw a trolling motor on there and it had a, it, you know, it's got a transom and sure. you know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that being said, well, I wound up going to a, a demo days down there and um i tried a jackson i tried a perception pilot i tried uh or the pescador pilot um i tried um uh, in the new canoe and the other thing i really liked was it was i think i guess it was two things it was flexibility and it was stability sure you know i when i first thought about a kayak i was kind of like you know standing up's not really that important sure you're gonna be sitting in a comfy chair anyway what do you care sure um but, you know, if you're in the water all day and you're fishing for long hours, you're going to want to stand. You're going to oh, want to rest. Absolutely. Without pulling over the shore. Absolutely. Uh, plus, you're going to want to sight fish, you know. Yeah. So, um, and there's downsides to the new canoe as well. And we'll, we'll talk about that, too. But that was kind of my decision criteria was, you know what, it's it's more money, but I'm paying for flexibility. Sure. And I'm paying for uh, stability. And that was kind of how I came to my conclusion. Well, I mean, I came to the conclusion that I followed what some people said on the good old interwebs and uh you know i wanted flexibility with the deck as well Mm -hmm. um flexibility and getting into the actual hall for running wiring and things like that for depth finders etc etc um so i actually went with the ascend 128t now what i wish is i could go back and take it for a test drive like a car right right? i mean we all buy vehicles and we always take it for a test drive first and unfortunately i you know bought from the big box store aka cabela's and um you know they don't give you that option i don't i don't i haven't researched but i don't believe that any cabela's do like a a demo demo days i don't think so either i could be wrong but right but that's the nice thing about, you know, your local shops and when you listen to or hear some of the, you know, sponsored kayak guys, that's what they always talk about. Yeah, we're always doing demo days with our local yeah. uh, kayak, paddle shops, canoe shops, whatever it may be. And I think that's the best way. And I mean, you really got a perspective from because you took a sit in out, right? Yeah, I took a, a Jackson Cusa HD. Okay. I took a, a, a Perception Pilot, uh, and I took this new canoe out. And what was interesting was we were on the river. Sure. And the wind was, like, literally blowing the same direction as the river was flowing. Sure. So, and where we were at, we actually had to paddle upstream. So okay. it was a great test for all those. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you actually had to... Work at it. You had to work bit. at it and yeah. see, like, you know, which one actually has better performance. And I got to tell you, man, like, those Jacksons and the... Um, the perception, I mean, they cut through the water like crazy. And, sure. And, like, it was it was real easy to go upstream. Right. Um, that was one thing where I thought the new canoe was a little, obviously, being 41 inches wide. Sure. Right? And yeah. it's set up for two people, potentially. Suffered it's not going to track as well. It's not going to track as well. I mean, it's going to track well. It's just not going to move as fast uh, and cut as clean. So <clears throat> the one of the things that I thought was really, um, I was impressed with all of them. Um, 
other than I had issues with the, the pedals on the on the Pescador, which wound up being an issue with the drive. Um, but like my son went out too, and he took a Mini Cusa uh, HD out, which was which was amazing. There was another couple, you know, a couple folks there they were test driving too. Sure. Um, but I think also what what came into it was um, the seat height really yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. And for me, being a big guy, uh, number one. I don't want to sit on the water. I want to sit high up. Sure, sure, and sure, sure. so uh, I really liked, you know, I started gravitating to the new canoe for that reason. But that being said, that Jackson, man, I would cut. I cut right across the river, straight across, and, I mean, it was in no time flat. Sure. And then I stood up in it, and it wasn't as, I mean, let's face it, standing up in a kayak, um, Standing up on a kayak is uh, you're in a kayak, right, right, right. right. So when they talk yeah. stability, you're not on a. It's relative. Yeah, you're not on a forty no. foot yacht, you know. <laughs> but that being said, like when I stood up in the new canoe, like I didn't need any straps. I didn't, you know what I mean? I sure. didn't. I felt comfortable enough just to stand, right? And I think because the seat was high enough too. See, and that's the thing too is you know when I bought my Ascend, it's everybody's like, oh, it's super stable. You can stand, fish out of it. I've seen guys in YouTube videos, but I mean. I'm not going to lie. I'm 6'4", 250, right, right, 60 right, pounds, right. somewhere in there. You know, I'm, you know, a little top heavy. Let's call it that. Right, right. You know, and the first time I took that out and I tried standing up, I was like, whoa. I I almost felt that it was a little more unstable than my old 15-foot Coleman canoe. Is that right? It's a little more shaky. I mean, I can stand. But I don't feel comfortable. You don't feel if, comfortable fishing. If though. a boat goes by sure, or something wake, like that, yep. like you better be sitting right. down. And, um, you know, so that's why I kind of wish. I mean, I, I love to sight fish. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing better than watching a fish explode on no, your right, bait. Right. And, uh, you know, that was one of the things that I was kind of hoping for that I would be able to do with my ascend. And, you know, you bring up the seat height um which the ascent sits i wouldn't say a lot lower but quite a bit lower than what your new canoe does and uh you know i gotta tell you though i i fished in i fished in that in the ascent we fished in each other's kayaks we did and we did it doesn't bother me that i can't stand Right, in mine, right. and and I'm totally comfortable. Well, you probably could. Do you think if you worked if you worked at? Oh, it? I'm sure I probably could. I mean, it, it's not it's just not easy. The worst. It's not the easiest right. compared to when I took your new canoe out last weekend. Right. I could stand and fish out all of that thing long. all day long. Right. No right. problem. Right. And you felt comfortable. You know, and I felt way comfortable mm-hmm. even with boats going by. Right. And waves coming right. in. I mean, that thing is super stable, but, however... I and you mean, landed the biggest bass of the day in my kayak. So yeah, I wasn't going to mention that. I wasn't going to mention that. I was going to kind of, you know, not mention Move that. along, move along. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I I love fishing out of my ascend either way. It's comfortable. I could fish out of that thing for eight, nine hours. I got, I got to tell you, man, the first time I went out kayak fishing was in your ascend. Yeah. If you remember. Right, right, right. And um, the couple things I really liked, um, I tried to stand in it, and it was a non-starter for me. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Coordination in any way. <laughs> but, like, um, I love the open deck. Yeah, the absolutely. Seat, the seat was super comfortable. For a beefy kayak, it moved pretty good once you got it moving. Yeah. 
But I'll tell you what, there's a couple other things that I think are real shockers uh, for the price. Um, the kayak power pre-wiring is unbelievable. It's, it, I mean, it's got like a lighted control panel yeah, on the side, and yeah. you can run all. I mean, talk a little bit about kind of what you've hooked up. And yeah, stuff. so I that was one big deciding factor was uh, all the power ports are run for the yak power. Um, you buy pigtails, yeah. they plug right into the port. It's like outlets in your home. Yeah, it's it, crazy. Basically, uh, there's one in the front, one in the middle, and one in the back, and then there's actually. I believe it's two auxiliary lines where you could hook other things up. Sure. A lot of guys are running lights off of those, sure. things like that. Sure. Um, but that was a huge seller on me uh, and the price in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I believe off the top of my head, it's 850 850 yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for the Send 128T. Yep. And uh, 850 bucks And... You got to buy the battery box for the Yak Power, and uh, I call them depth finder batteries because that's what we use on our depth finders, ice fishing. But they're small 12-volt batteries. You can put two or three in there. Um, I have two in my box. I've run my depth finder for probably eight or nine hours and probably only used a quarter of the juice coming out of that box. Um, But the ease of that, I can disconnect my depth finder transducer all that in a matter of seconds right um but at the same time there's other things out there like i i really like the setup that you have for your new canoe where uh it just slides into your rail right the batteries in there your depth finder is mounted yeah. to the top and then your transducer arm just Hangs goes right, right off over that the box. side of the boat it's a yak attack yep so i i had to do a little bit of modification uh, to get mine to work, but uh, yeah, but it's great. It? It's great, yeah. and and I think the biggest thing about that ascend is the price point. You oh, want to get, get a ton of kayak, kayak fishing, yeah. and you want to get a nice open deck, ton of options to use. Um, I don't really think you can go wrong with the I ascend, agree. and yeah. like you said before, it is a big kayak. And most big kayaks, you know, your new canoe, um, my Ascend, you know, I haven't personally taken out a, a feel free or a, right. a Kusa three waters, or yep. three waters or whatever, uh, a Hobie. I'm sure they're all the same where on those bigger body kayaks, it's, it's a little bit of a work to, you know, right. get going. But once you're cruising, you're cutting right through yeah. the water. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean. When you took mine out, mine, I was in my little 10-foot Pelican. Right. Which is a sit-in kayak. It's a $250 kayak. And, I mean, that thing just rips right through the water. It's tiny, you know. And it's it's low profile. You don't have the wind pushing you around like you do in a new canoe Mm -hmm. or... An Ascend or what, What's whatever. the model of that Pelican? Do you remember the name? Uh, the Pelican uh, Mustang 100X. So you know what? I was thinking about that too. And because <clears throat> I got a chance to fish in that this weekend. We, yeah, yeah. we flipped it around. Yeah. And um, I really expected to hate it. We're not going to mention why I was in my Pelican this No, we weekend. won't. We won't. We won't talk. Well, yeah. maybe we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we switched and I really anticipated that I wouldn't like it. Yeah, because yeah. you know, 
we're spending all these thousands of dollars on these these big kayaks, and why would I like a two hundred and fifty dollar kayak? Right, right, right. And I have to tell you, <clears throat> if anyone out there is thinking of getting a kayak, just make sure it's got a few rod holders in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's uh, uh, it can be a small, you know, thirty five pounds. I think is what it weighs. Yeah, it's it's light. Like I throw it up on my shoulder and throw it on top of my truck. With and these. what's interesting is literally. You got two rod holders. You got one for your net, one for a spare rod. You got your other rod in your hand, yep. and you've got your bump stick yep. right between your legs, like in the, yep. in, you yep. know, right where you're sitting. Yep. And that's all you need. Right. I mean, I was shocked at how, number one, how fast it was and how easy it cut through the water. Oh, yeah. Um, but for someone just wanting to jump in and do some kayak fishing and just go <coughs> do it and see if you even like it right. or if it's something for you, I don't think you can beat it. No, no. And actually, I just, uh, so I bought that one, again, being a bonehead from Dick's Sporting Goods, another big box store. Um, I just got um, something in the mail from them, and they have a Pelican model. I'm not sure if it has rod holders in it. Yeah. It's like 179 bucks. Right. And I have a friend of mine who, uh, him and his wife uh, just recently bought kayaks, and I believe they're both Pelicans, and they've been just paddling creeks sure. lakes um i know his folks live down on the river they've been paddling the river and for 200 bucks to get out and just paddle around yeah. yeah i mean and even if you bring one rod you still have storage space behind you mm-hmm. you know so be it i mean yeah. it i bought that kayak uh for my daughter and I didn't want to buy her something big. Right. Um, I knew she wasn't going to go out all the time like I had hoped she would. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody wants to spend time with their kids. Sure. You know, doing what they want to do. Right. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had bought it. And I'm like, you know, it's cheap. I think it, I think I had paid 270 or 280 for mine, but it came with a dry bag in it. So I think that boat without the dry bag is like... 40 bucks less, 50 right. bucks less, something like that. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to use this thing. And then, you know, we were talking. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sneak down to the lake for an hour. I'm not going to load up my Ascend. I'm just going to take the Pelican. Next thing you know, I'm sneaking down to the lake every night for an hour. With taking the Pelican. the Pelican. Right. You know, just because Pelican, or the Ascend takes a little more setting up and stuff like that. But if you're just going to sneak out for an hour or so a small yak like that is just perfect well that's what um another thing to think about i think when you're considering buying a kayak is for the most part for the majority what are your planned fishing trips if you're just planning on going out for an hour or two every night absolutely you totally get by with a a cheaper kayak that just has a couple rod holders and and it's lightweight easy to load sure and you're on your way you know what if you're going to be fishing all day like yeah. i think we we went out this last uh sunday yeah we got on the water at what five five fifteen in the morning 15. we got done at noon got done at noon and like as far as uh, uh it's not as comfortable obviously sure. for fishing long term oh no, uh, no. right yeah i mean you no. can attest to that no i had taken the pelican out because uh what it was two weeks prior yeah we went out yeah and uh, I was in my Ascend. You were in your new canoe. Wide open deck on the Ascend. Wide open deck. <laughs> and uh, Black, black. Uh, what do you call it? Nice, nice sunny pants. day. Yeah. And, you know, I had rolled my pants up to uh, Catch some get in the water and, you know, 
get in my kayak and left my pants rolled up for about six hours on a nice, cool, breezy day. Wasn't thinking, and little did I know that night, I uh, it had to be second-degree sunburns. I couldn't believe. I've never seen a sunburn like that in my life. It was so bad. Your ankles, like, swelled. So, yeah, I... I work in the <clears throat> trades, and uh, I'm in the hardwood flooring business, so I'm up and down on my knees, right, uh, right. walking a lot, um, things like that. My ankles were swollen. Right, they right. were blistered. <laughs> they were in pain. And I laugh now, but... <laughs> that I, I mean, it lasted a week. I laugh at myself, you know? Like, hey, dummy. Well, and then I did it again this past weekend. It wasn't as bad. But it was your knees, right? I took the Pelican out so I wouldn't have my ankles exposed because right. they're still recuperating. I still have wounds that are I know, healing. It's unbelievable. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'll take the Pelican. <sighs> my my legs will be covered up. You know, no big deal. Wore shorts because yeah. it was nice out. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be, what, 95 degrees or yeah. something? Sure. Well, now my knees were exposed and I right. got a little sunburn there. Yeah, yeah. But I, it let. The pain subsided after 24 hours. It wasn't anything bad. So if you want to see the goofiest sunburn ever, let us know. I'll send you pics. (laughs) Because it's like my knees partway down my calf sunburn and then from just above my ankles to the top of my foot because I was wearing sandals that day too. Or sunburn, and I got this like white stripe around the center of my leg. (laughs) Well, you know what's funny too is if you you really think about it – on that ascend, your legs are virtually flat. You're like sitting yeah. on the deck, yeah. but maybe what three inches above yeah. it. You're you're probably <clears throat> three to four inches above the deck. Yeah. So whereas in like the new canoe, you know, um, it's like actually, you're sitting in a chair. It is like, like your knees are facing chair. up, and yep. you've actually got yep. you know, yep, 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 vertical. Yeah. You know, so shins. I mean, that's we we kind of got on that topic. Um, you know, if you're just taking a, tr- a small trips. Little sitting kayak, perfect. Yeah, right. Long trips, lakes, um, something like more comfortable sea. Yeah, right. Sit on top, perfect. Right, perfect fishing vessel. Right. If you're fishing, you know, rivers with rapids, I don't think you would necessarily want to take a sit on top. You might want to look at a sit in, right? For sure, right? Um, I mean, that's the thing too. Is like we, I was just looking at it. Is like Farm and Fleet had, um, um a sit-on-top fishing kayak with rod holders built in. I don't know if it was a Pelican or what it was. I think it is. I'm is not 100% Pelican? sure. I, I've it seen it personally, but I know there, what you're But, I mean, there's about. so many different makers, and there's so many different um, price points. And I really think if, like, anyone just wanted to jump in and try it, I mean, I, I you know, probably a year or two ago, I would have no regrets if I would have purchased a Pelican or something that sure, similar. Sure, 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 sure. You know? I think it's that, uh, like, a Pelican or uh What's what's the other manufacturer that makes the small rigs like that? Oh boy, uh, oh, I always forget. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, Sun Dolphin, right? Sun Dolphin. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's um, right. You want to just get in for a small price mm-hmm. and see if you like it. I would tell anybody and their brother. Yeah. That's the way to go. Or like you're talking about it, you want to go out every evening fishing. Yeah. Right, something right. that's not a big hassle. Right. Not a big lot of setup. I mean, sure. the downside of the new canoe, too, is like every time I go out on the water, like it takes me a good 15 minutes to get to the get kayak everything prepped. set up. Yeah. You know, because I have to roll everything into racks yep. and I'm getting better at knowing yeah. what I need sure, to leave sure, in sure. there. But 
it, it takes time, you know. It's the same way with my ascend as well, you know. I uh, I built that rod rack. Yeah, that out slides of the PVC. in the back yep. out of PVC. Um, I got my depth finder set up that, you know, mm-hmm. and my yak power, all that stuff. I got to get set up, rods, gear. But, I mean, all that comes off the know? kayak yeah. when you transport it. Sure, it's just that sure. simple, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I think like a custom-built, <clears throat> I, I would put the Ascend in that in that category where the cockpit is kind of what the cockpit is. Sure. Um, but at the same time, too, um, it's it's got everything you need. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's got everything you need to be Absolutely. successful on the water. And sure. That's key. Yeah, and I mean, Ascend makes some smaller models that are they even do. cheaper. They make a 10-footer, uh, yep. But I think for the money and all the options... And everything that just comes in that package, it's it's a great starter kayak. It really is. For 850 but it's crazy. I think I said to you last weekend, after being in your boat mm-hmm. for a little bit... I and catching like, the biggest bass of the day. Thanks. <laughs> not that I'm sour about it, but that's all right. I'm not the one bringing it up. <laughs> but, uh, you know... In my boat, too, dude. Just saying. Hey, I... I I just wanted you to feel special in some part of that, you know, catch. But, uh, you know, I think I told you last weekend after, you know, fishing out of it, I wish I would have waited. Yeah. I wish I would have went to that demo day. Yeah. And I th- I think I was going to go, but, uh, you know, my work schedule Life was came always up. crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't get to make it. But looking at it now, I think I would have rather waited and spend the extra coin for the comfort and the stability sure. and the flexibility that well, you have. Well, but, <clears throat> you know. In, in talking to those those guys down at the, the kayak shop I went to, um, they told me, hands down, until this year, the new canoe Frontier 12 is the most stable kayak they've ever been in. Now that's not the case. Sure. Um, there's a new company called Bonafide. I think they've been out for about a year, year yeah, and a yeah. half. Yeah, yeah. And um, they make a 12-footer, and I think they make a 10-footer now. Sure. Um, but a lot of your kayaks are going to that split catamaran design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Which adds a ton of stability. Plus, it's got the you know the, the beveled edges on the outside, so there's a lot of water resistance there flipping. But they told me, hands down and unequivocally, that that Bonafide is by far the most stable kayak there is, from their opinion. And it's roughly in the same price range as the new canoe. That's sweet. That's sweet. <clears throat> it's like around 1600 But, I mean... It's such a dangerous thing because, like like I said, I was in that Kusa, um, which is an awesome, awesome kayak. I mean, I, I really did like it. Um, the guy even brought out a kid version. Um, but even the kid version, which I don't know, nine foot? I don't know what the what the specs are on it. But uh, my son took it out and loved it and stood up in it and all that stuff. But, I mean, even that was like a 1000 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. You know, it's, it's pricey. Yeah. All that I, stuff. And that's the thing. I I mean, the way I look at it, you know, kayaks are almost like cars. Do you want the Ford Pinto or do you want the Mercedes Benz, you know? And, but you got so many different options nowadays Mm -hmm. in between there. I mean, back in the day when I bought my canoe, I don't think there was very many options. You had a Coleman and, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're talking what, uh, 20 years ago, something like that. Right. And, uh, you know, it kayaking, I think, is just it. It's something that's blowing up 
so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely gaining popularity for sure. It, it's definitely gaining popularity in the kayak fishing is gaining a lot more popularity. Yeah, um, I know it's definitely blown up out on the West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, down south a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the Midwest and we're we're seeing more of them yep. for sure. I think um, I'm on a Facebook page where there's a, a bunch of guys in Northern Illinois that are you know, fishing out of kayaks. Some guys are fishing out of Lake Michigan. Yeah. Um, you know, doing some big water stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh I mean just the flexibility I think all around around a kayak. You just you just can't beat it. Right. You know? Like I said, I used to load and unload my sixteen foot Sylvan all the time by myself and it was just wasn't the worst thing in the world. No, right. You know, I don't want to make it right. sound horrible, but it wasn't the easiest It was thing. effort, yeah. You know, it was definitely effort and took some time, things mm-hmm. like that. Now with my kayak, I can just, depending which one I take out, I can right. either throw it up on my shoulder, you know, roll it up the back of my car, strap it down, get to the lake, unload, get set up. Yep. I'm out. Yep. Um, you know, so there's pros and cons to mm-hmm. both. Um, but I think if... If you want to get into using a boat without breaking the bank or busting out another thousand, kayaking is the way to go. You know, it's funny is uh, <clears throat> you mentioned just uh, how it's kind of blown up a little bit. I mean, I never wanted to own a boat for sure. those reasons you just mentioned. Yeah, right, right. Um, but yet at the same time, too, I wanted to be able to go on, you know, Delavan and Geneva and, you know, Shabana without having to go and rent a boat. Sure. And um, what's really weird now is I've kind of got that freedom. Yeah. So it's like oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like a weird yeah. like power I wield now that <laughs> I mean, if I want to go, I can go. You know. I mean, definitely. I mean, we've all fished from shore, and I, I did it the other night for like twenty minutes as I was waiting for my son to get off at of work, and I had to go pick him up. And uh, I was like, man, this is a bummer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, like I want to cast over, over there, there right. and I can't get out there because I'm stuck here, right. <laughs> you know? Um, but I mean, I, that was just it when I was buying my boats, numerous boats. It was cause I wanted to go somewhere. Right. Um, right. when I got my fishing boat, I was like, this is going to be awesome. I yeah. fish so much water and, uh, I mean, I've been totally spoiled fishing on all kinds of boats, um, anywhere from, you know, 35-foot fishing vessel out on Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. friend of my dad's, to uh, my good friend Scott Purs that uh, fishes the walleye tour. He's got a Ranger 621V, right. right. you know, right. which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, my old man had a... It's like fishing out of a Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. You know, you could troll all day in that thing, just cranking tunes and just waiting for the rods to go off. So, you know, maybe we could shift gears a little bit and talk about, like, maybe some of the equipment that you don't think about when when you get into kayak fishing, like, for instance, netting. Sure. Right. And maybe we could talk a little bit about. Um, well, I think I think first thing is uh, when it comes to kayak, whether you're just kayaking down a stream, um, getting in a boat um, like a kayak, because you have that risk, so to speak, of flipping over, falling out. Always wear a PFD. Right. I mean, right. that's the most important thing. Sure. I know. Uh, 
I mentioned that Facebook group uh, for Northern Illinois folks. Uh, we lost a guy last year in Lake Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah. Didn't have a PFD. Yeah, went over, Stupid. and I think he was yeah. like a mile offshore or something right. like that. Right. Um, I don't know the guy. I don't know much about the story, but I'm pretty sure it was that he did not have a PFD. Right. And, and you hear those stories all the time, and you know, I'm one of those guys. Ah, that'll never happen to me. Never right. happen to me. Because when I'm in big boats, I never wear a life vest. No, no. Unless no. I'm fishing a tournament where they demand you to right. when you're running. Right. Um, but when I got my kayak, I bought a, a life jacket right away. Uh, yep, me too. They make comfortable ones. Yep. I mean, it does not get in my way. Um, but I think it's important. I mean, especially if you're out by yourself. It's one thing if you're out in a boat with two people, you know. Sure. Whatever. You, you got each other. Obviously, you have to have the life jackets in the boat. But first accessory, please, everyone, PFD is the most important thing. So we got a kayak. You buy a PFD. Um, Specifically for fishing, I guess, what do you you think of next typically? Um, I think, uh, you know, it it depends what you're fishing. If you're fishing... uh, Let's talk about your first time on the water... What did you not have that was so critical uh, that you was, wish you would have? It was definitely in that. <laughs> definitely in that. So I've been getting into these northerns lately and uh, did not have a net. And uh, You know, when you're in a big boat, a lot of times you just yeah. kind of just rifle them up and yeah. grab them, right? Or I was in my around. ascend and yeah. had to hand land over the side of my boat a 33-inch right. northern. Right. Which was not an easy task whatsoever. <laughs> And uh, I was not going to lose that fish because another topic we'll get into down the road is we're in this kayak wars competition. Mm -hmm. And all I was thinking about was points. This fish is getting in the boat, whether it's me going in, swimming for it, throwing (laughs) it in the boat or whatnot. But definitely a net. Um, Well, that was, if we can pause there for a second, that was something I made a mistake on was... um, uh, being an open deck in the in the kayak that I have and, and wanting it to stay clean and stuff, I didn't want a big goofy net. Sure, right. Sure, sure. So sure. I opted to buy. A, it was actually a fly fishing yeah. net. Yep. But it was long. It was elongated. So yeah, it was bigger than longer. your typical yep. You know, yep. trout or you know. Yeah, sure, sure, uh, sure. Fly net, but um, it's. I think it was twelve inches, but I think width wise, it was probably like more like eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, that's nice and compact, real yeah. easy, small. Uh, and the first time I go out with you, what do we start hammering? Yeah, Northerns. Northerns. Yeah, so I, I missed a Northern, too, because yeah. I couldn't net them. Yeah. And it was that I, simple. I learned my w- lesson right away. I bought a beefy net. <laughs> I mean, I could land Moby Dick now, that's for sure. But uh, I, I think that's key. Uh, I think another thing that's key, um, I don't know if you have one or not, but I got a big, loud whistle, boat whistle. Ooh, I don't. Um that's Just in case I, I, you know, someone's coming, they happens. ain't seen you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could throw an air horn in your boat. That's a great idea. But, I don't uh, have one, I, either of those. I have one. I took it out of my Sylvan before I oh, nice. gave it to my brother. Okay. Um, but I have it in uh, in my Ascend. Um, I think definitely you want to look at some dry storage. Yeah. You got your cell phone, your car keys, car keys things yep. like that. I don't you have sell. that either. I always throw them in your boat. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they sell little waterproof boxes. Yep. I keep keep one in my boat for you know those things Mm -hmm. that i don't want to get uh wet 
Um, definitely want a, a paddle leash. Paddle leash for you sure. Know, you drop your paddle. You're either swimming ashore. So it's so funny or you mentioned that. Um, how long did it take me to lose my paddle the first time out on the water? I think uh, it was three seconds. Yeah, I think it was about. <laughs> I'll give you fifteen. I'll give you fifteen. I'm like uh, Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Help can, you, here? can you come get my paddle? A little help here. A little paddle. A little paddle, paddle help. Yeah. Please. But um, no, uh, paddle leash is key too. What uh, else? Rod leashes are good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're carrying multiple rods. Um, I downsized my tackle box. That's uh, a great, that's key. You know, I didn't, and I had to like break my back yeah, lifting my trying to get it. Yep. tackle box. I mean, you're on a smaller boat. You know, you don't want to be wrestling around to get the tackle. So I bought a smaller bag. It's got four plastic. Uh, you know what you're going after. Tackle so boxes. Every lure you own. Right, so. and uh, you know that's the thing. It's got four small uh, plastic tackle boxes inside the bag. Yeah. So you can always buy more plastic boxes right. and swap, swap them, them out, out. Yeah. when you're going to your different spots. Yeah. And that was something we both talked about. Well, I wound up following your lead on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Plano that yeah. has, I think, three of the 3700s right. in there. And right, right, right. I mean... Uh, Another big crucial thing is uh, is water. You definitely want to have water. You know, you're you're burning energy constantly. And I think I I was not yelling, but I was like, "Hey, man, you should probably drink some water." Last I weekend, you were. I drank nothing. I uh, I bought a Nalgene bottle. I fill it up every time I go out. Yeah. Sometimes smart. I don't touch it. You know, right. like on my little quick evening trips, mm-hmm. or when I get back to shore, I'm like chugging water right, you know right, right, just to right. rehydrate but if you're going out for long trips i mean yeah. water's crucial especially in summertime yep. when you're in that sun i know that day that my ankles got fried i drank my whole nalgene bottle interesting and uh yeah got home and drank aloe to try <laughs> to kill the burn but you know um uh, i think that's key yeah. you know yeah yeah just grab a bottle of water from home. Yeah, bring that with you. Something to stay. So hydrated. I mean, really, as an essential, I mean, a lot of the post kayak <coughs> purchase things you need to get out on the water, um, they're pretty low cost items, right? We're yeah. talking paddle leashes. Yeah. We're talking PFDs. I mean, uh, yeah, you I can go to Cabela's I, and get a PFD yeah, for yeah. a comfortable one for fifty bucks. Well, I mean, even your Dick Sporting Goods, right? A- anywhere that's got. Uh, boat boat accessories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I paid ten bucks for my yeah, yeah. paddle leash. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. I think I picked up my Nalgene bottle for six. Right. You know. Right. Uh, I did pick up rod leashes. Um, I still have yet to hook those onto my Ascend, which I'm lucky. I almost lost a rod last night. Yeah. But uh, oh, by the way, I broke a tip uh, on my rod. Last week. That should be another topic we'll talk about. Yeah. How to do rod repairs and building fishing Ooh, rods. Because I've done that as that's well. That's a good point. So good point. We'll, we'll do that on a yeah. fishing episode. But, uh, yeah, I mean, most kayak accessories I've found are fairly inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you're talking about a depth finder or something. Right, right. But, I mean, just straight up accessories, extra pad eye hooks. Uh, sure. You know. Uh, track, yep. You know, you want to set up a track for a rod holder mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, that stuff is is fairly inexpensive. Right. You can get into that stuff for fairly cheap, and right. you know, it's just 
some of it is a total necessity. Some of it, not necessarily, but right. I mean, uh, like I have a paddle keeper that I bought um, on both of my kayaks, you know, so that way I can put my paddle up there. It's a little elastic band goes over the top of your paddle and oh. hooks in. So it's, it's yeah. right. It's on your So boat. it's right yep. there. Side so yep. if I don't have it on my lap, I put it in that so that way my paddle doesn't get away from my boat. Right. Um, and I think that was 10 bucks. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, there's so many, so many different accessories out there today mm-hmm. where you could just totally personalize your boat, make it your, your yacht. Right. Exactly the way right. you want, exactly the way you want it set up for fishing you know, they got these milk crates now that everybody's fishing out Just of. Just got one, by the way. In the back. Yeah, you told me you got one. Uh, I went a little different route than that. But, uh, I mean, there's so many different yeah. things nowadays where you can just get it set up exactly what you want. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to buy some accessories that you're probably not even going to use. No, I'm, I'm you with know. you there. I got yeah. some parts that I picked up that... I the still rudder have you not, haven't used yet. Yeah, I bought a rudder for my uh, Ascend. <clears throat> I still haven't put that on. Yep. I do want to put that on, and uh, I'll get to it eventually. Sure, Life's sure. been crazy, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's that'll be a nice thing, uh, additional thing. You know, I ordered it off of eBay. I think it was like 25 bucks, right. but to be able to kind of steer Pivot your boat, rear end, yeah. especially... Yep when you're in high winds right you know in right. windy conditions it's going to play a huge role yeah you know you're not going to be struggling as yep. much but uh well hey man i think we've covered a lot of ground yeah i think we've covered a ton of ground we talked a lot about uh, uh our decision criteria we talked about kayaks we kind of talked about our experience and fishing and sure non-experience yeah as well yeah um but yeah i think this is a good one man i think we yeah. did good so, yeah, welcome to the pod, guys. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it's I, I think you're right. We uh, we definitely covered a lot, and uh, we hope you enjoyed listening. But uh, I think this pretty much wraps it up for our first inaugural podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, welcome to Paddle and Finn. Right? Yeah, Paddle and Finn <laughs> pod, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of hot topics coming up that uh, – you know, we're well, do you want to talk about up. just before we go, maybe some of the ways they can, uh, our audience can can either contact us or see what we're doing from a social media perspective? Yeah, so absolutely. So uh, definitely follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're posting pictures there all the time of us out in our kayaks, uh, our fish. There's actually a video of me standing, casting mm-hmm. out of your new canoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Paddle and Finn. Uh the word paddle, the letter N, and then the word fin. Uh, that's on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. If you want to send us an email, got a question, comment, topic, topic, something you want to hear us talk about, uh, you can reach us at uh, same thing as the Instagram, paddle, the letter N, fin, at gmail.com. And uh, you can find the podcast on the Anchor podcast app, iTunes, and the Google Play Store. Awesome, brother. This has been a blast. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, And Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, man. This is awesome. Absolutely. You got any plans for the weekend? You going to go out fishing? (sighs) I'm going to try. 
gonna try. Gonna try. Yeah, we got a birthday party planned for my daughter and other nice, things, so nice. it's gonna be a little tight. But yeah, well, how I'm about def- you? I'm definitely gonna be in the water. <laughs> Maybe I should catch another big bass out of your new canoe if you're not using it. No, All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we had a blast. We hope you guys get some value out of this, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Absolutely. Till next time. <laughs>